0: Welcome Sky community to another episode of Sky Women. I am so excited that you decided to join us today. We have a special guest with us, Dr. Lena Shabandar. She is a mom, life coach, and physician who treats people with back pain and other musculoskeletal problems. And when she had her own kids, she had back problems and she quickly realized that a portable infant car seat creates too much strain on mom's bodies and contribute to those high prevalence to the high prevalence of back pain in this group. So she set out to design a solution. And what has come of that is the Nestle Baby Carrier, a sleek baby carrier that allows the baby to be transferred from car seat to baby wearing in a click. With this product, she's hoping to change the conversation around car seats and to empower moms to know that they have all the tools they need within themselves to be fantastic moms. So welcome, Dr. Shabandar. Thank you. I'm so excited because this is my population. I mean, in the clinic every day, I'm seeing women who have pregnant or postpartum back pain and pelvic pain. And you're right. The ergonomics of caring for a baby are not friendly to the postpartum body. so challenging in getting them into the car and out of the car and the strollers, all of the things. I mean, it's really a challenge. So this is so exciting. And I mean, I have so many questions we could really spend some time unpacking all of this. So talk to us a little bit just about your practice of medicine and how you saw that you could make a change for this patient population.
1: Yeah. So I mainly do outpatient musculoskeletal medicine. So I take care of people with all sorts of back and joint problems. And I have an area of interest in young moms, moms who have babies and who are managing their lives. And the reason why I think that's so interesting is that the body naturally changes during pregnancy. And we were in residency, we learned all this data around like disability in pregnancy is up to 50% of women. And It's just such a like untalked about epidemic. And so I wanted to devote part of my practice to that. And what I found is, you know, you have moms who are just trying to do it all. They're trying to, you know, get back their postpartum, their prepartum body, their ligaments are loose, they're nursing, they're managing their lives, maybe their other children, And they would come into my clinic and they'd have back pain or they'd have elbow pain or they'd have carpal tunnel syndrome or they'd have whatever. And I would talk to them about exercise. I'd get them into physical therapy. Sometimes we'd have to do injections. Even during pregnancy, sometimes we've had to deal with that. But at the end of the day, I started looking around at moms and I realized like the problem is that the world is not set up for them, you know, that. Their car seats, their cribs, all of these things are set up to put you at an ergonomic disadvantage. And my theory is I think guys probably developed most of this stuff and maybe never had to, had to go through what it feels like. And so when I was pregnant, I was carrying my kids in the infant car seat and I started getting um, back pain, which turned out to be SI joint dysfunction. I worked really hard on my core. And one day I had a patient come in and I decided to help her take her infant back out to the car so she wouldn't have to carry it and as I was carrying it and I didn't have a baby at this time my back started hurting and so when I saw that I was like oh my gosh this is a problem the world is not working for my patients so I have to change the world and I went around and kind of rigged together this originally like it was like a concept of like a purse that would go inside the car seat well that didn't turn out to be such a good idea but I ended up inventing a really beautiful sleek high-end baby carrier that would be similar to an ergo baby or a baby bjorn but it goes inside the car seat and then you can you have a separate waist strap that it just kind of clicks onto your body when you lift the baby out so you can leave the baby in with you and you have the car seat left in the car where it belongs okay i mean i i need a picture (laughs) I will send you a picture for sure. I need a picture.
0: I need to include a link to the picture or include it in the show notes because this is fascinating. And every mom is going to want to see this. These are going to fly off the shelves. I'm so excited about this product because I'm trying to envision how, I mean, my, my littlest guys are three, five, and seven. And so I am thick in the car seat world. (laughs) We're just getting to boosters, you know? So i it three across and done the infant carrier for years. And yes, it is so uncomfortable. So I'm trying to envision it being simple and just being able to snap baby in because it's already with them in the car seat. So talk to me about
1: that. So the way you kind of conceive of this is it's it's uh, in its current iteration, it's just a completely soft fabric carrier, and you would put it in your car seat the way like you you live in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you might not have these, but like in the northern climates, we have the me's, They're like the warm, fuzzy stuff that you protect your baby with and from the cold climate. So it, there's this piece of fabric that goes into the car seat, and it, it's about the same size as your infant car seat. And it has little slits to stick the straps through. So what you have to do is you have to just unbuckle the five-point harness, buckle, and then those straps slide through these slits. And then there's a little handle that you lift, you just kind of hold it and you lift your baby out and you're wearing this separate, really cool waist strap. And so when you lift the baby out, it has this magnetic like attraction that's super powerful and it attaches to your body. And then there's just these two simple shoulder straps that you put on and you're done. So it's actually about 30 seconds to put it on. Um, I'm loving this. (laughs) Yeah. Every super month, sign me up. Can I get on the waiting list? <laughs> super, super intuitive. And then you know, like I have it all set up so that we look at the positions of the hip and um, making sure that you know. I mean, I'm r so I care a lot about the function of, and the positioning of the. Hip yeah, hip. are we wearing it correctly? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: absolutely, absolutely. Oh, so fascinating. Okay, so the product is amazing. That's awesome. I'm just thinking of all the different baby carriers that I tried with, I have four boys and all the different baby carriers that I tried over the years and the wraps and the, and all of the things and all the time I spent and like nearly in tears outside of the car, trying to figure out how to transfer baby and how to, my back was still going to not hurt. It's a challenge. So, having a solution
1: like this is just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super exciting. I'm hoping that it really transforms things. And actually, the other unspoken part of this is that, you know, if you look at the risk of infant mortality in car accidents, usually it's not because infants are not in a car seat when they die from a car accident. It's usually because the car seat has not been clicked in correctly into its base. Yeah. And the infant, Car seat becomes a projectile object, right? Mm. So, the other part of this conversation for me on a societal basis, not really for the individual patient or for the individual client, is I want to force a conversation change around car seats. I want car seat companies to create car seats that stay in the car, just like the convertible Mm. car seats are. I don't think that the idea of a versatile infant car seat serves anybody the data on the National Traffic Safety Administration shows that 70% of infant car seats are installed incorrectly. Mm. Even though you leave the hospital and it's perfect, you know, in practice, what happens is you're clicking in, clicking out, clicking in, clicking out. And sometimes you just don't push it down hard enough. Sometimes the base loosens. And so I think we should take that variability out and let the car seat stay in the car, let them be safe, let them do what they need to do and stop that part of the trouble, you know? Mm-hmm. And so this would just decouple that concept, right? Like yeah. you wear the sheath and the car seat stays in the car. The reason why that's not like my main marketing strategy is really like the idea of just pain and discomfort. And because to me, the whole thing about what Nestle is about my company is really like nestling the mom so she could nestle her baby. Mm And so my concept is like a mom or a dad, you know, they have all the tools they need to be good parents. They don't need any products to be good parents. They have all that knowledge within themselves and they just need to harness it. And I don't like the way the industry really like makes people feel like so much fear you know, and it can be paralyzing for people. And I I remember being a mom when I, when I first had my kids and just being like, is this right? Is this right? I don't know. Am I going to fail?" like, and I think that idea of just trusting yourself, learning about your mindset, helping yourself to just give yourself a chance. And so I don't like, you know, to frighten parents too much. And I think that's why, to me, those are societal solutions that can be created Mm -hmm. for corporations to solve, right? So let the corporations solve these issues. So moms can just worry about being comfortable and taking care of their babies.
0: As a physician who sees a problem and says, okay, I can provide a solution. How did you figure out the entrepreneurial steps that it takes to create a product? Because it's outside of our realm of, of our norm, right? Our everyday norm. So I'm sure you've had a lot of bumps and bruises along the way as this is coming to fruition. So talk us through some of that. Like you had this idea and then how did it come from the idea to a product that's about to go to production?
1: So I get lots
0: of mistakes.
1: I mean, the main thing is you start by starting, right? Right. And I, I didn't know anything. I mean, I literally didn't know anything. I didn't know how to draw I'm not an artist. So I couldn't even like draw my ideas. I could just write them down. I was an English major so I can write. (laughs) And so I ended up calling a patent attorney right away. Because I was like, I know I need a patent. So I started on on that end and I was very afraid to talk to people because I, you know, for a while I didn't have a patent. I still don't have a patent but I'm pending. Hopefully it'll come through this year. So Yeah, you basically start, you write down your ideas, you kind of articulate them as well as you can, and you draw to the best of your ability, like your concepts. And then I ended up asking around, and there was like a, my husband has a friend who has a client, like one of those kinds of things. Right. We found a place who does that cut and sew design, mostly of like clothing in Chicago, where I live. And we hired them to help me with my first prototype. And I probably have like 15 prototypes. So, you know, it it really like kept changing form. And so you're, you know, you file a patent, you design your prototype, and then your patent changes. Like there's all these language, you know, adjustments that you make. And and then as you're kind of creating that design and getting close to good enough, you know, one thing I've learned is like, it doesn't have to be 100% perfect. It just needs to be good enough. Right. Progress um, ever perfection. <laughs> exactly. Then I ended up actually reaching out through one of the Facebook physician groups to somebody who, who does, um, medical product consulting mm. and, uh, mine is not a medical product, but a lot of doctors do that. And so there are consultants out there who are physicians who help physicians get their ideas into the marketplace. And okay. I found out through one of these guys that, um, he gave me a contact for somebody who's a consultant who could help me with my product, which is not medical. So that I hired a consultant and he helped me find a factory. And I think that was one of the hardest things was to find when you're starting out, you're just an individual, right? And you incorporate, you know, all that stuff, like get an LLC, own the website, and all that stuff. Right. But But, you're not going to be sewing the product in your (laughs) your living room. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So I found a factory and the factory I found, I'm so lucky, is like they do medical grade things. So, you know, I just wanted a high level of expertise and I was, I really didn't want to go through people who do baby carriers because I didn't want to get ripped off. So I went through this company and they have a U.S. factory and they also have one in China. So we've been doing all my prototyping in the U.S. Okay, so
0: I think that this is really awesome because you're a mom to three little bodies or big bodies now as they're growing (laughs) teenagers. You're a physician. You have these ideas for entrepreneurship. And I think that this applies to more than just physicians, right? So as a mom, as a working mom, like... How do you get out of your comfort zone and like do something that you've dreamed about for some time and actually start taking steps towards making that dream come true? And it just starts by starting. It just starts by believing that you can do it. Don't you think?
1: Absolutely, a hundred percent is mindset. And I had I had a thought early on that has driven me for this whole like last four years. And the thought is, there's no such thing as failure because If this product fails, I've learned something. I've done something different, and you know, like I I thought to myself, like I'm investing a lot of money. But people invest in the stock market, and the stock market crashes, or they buy real estate, and it fails. So at least I'm investing in myself, I'm investing in my knowledge, and I'm investing in something that is making hopefully the world a better place. What's going to be cool too about the Nestle thing is we're we're like going to be offering. Everybody who purchases a Nestle baby carrier will have a little card that they can register for a what we call a comfort session. And it will be effectively like a group, group session on Zoom where I will guide people through like any questions that they might have about wearing it or how, how they're wearing it, but also- Product um, support, yeah. Product support, but also coaching, like a kind of groups coaching session, one session for parents when they want to buy this, so just to help encourage them to trust themselves and to find the thoughts that will serve them.
0: Yeah, I love that. Okay, so mindset is coming into play here, which I'm really interested to know. I know you've done some coaching in the past. Everyone can benefit from a coach. Did you get trained in life coach school? Like, what?
1: Yeah, I am finishing my certification July 7th. Like my, this, uh, my test is next week and then we'll have our certification in early July. So I will be a life coach school certified
0: coach at the end of that. Nice. That's exciting. And you're but you're already coaching and you're coaching other just moms in general or do you what's your particular niche? Who's your ideal client?
1: For coaching, my ideal client is professional women who who are mainly moms, but who are interested in work-life balance. So uh, um that (laughs) perfect balance and as I've learned I think oftentimes we think balance is a destination, but Balance is really like a feeling, and can we feel balanced in our day? And I think if we do that, our outcomes might feel a little bit better.
0: Mm. Okay, so let's talk through this a little bit because a lot of times in early motherhood, it's easy to get lost to lose yourself, right? Because you're so focused on baby and keeping baby alive and keeping baby fed, and you know, baby is so dependent on you. That sometimes moms wake up and are like, oh, okay, well, what do I like to do anymore? <laughs> you know, how do I find my sense of self <laughs> anymore? So I think that this applies to a lot of moms. And it's an interesting concept that it's not necessarily that anything needs to change, but maybe our thoughts need to change.
1: Our yeah, feelings. I think so. I think all phases in life have their phase, right? And so many times I think we are sitting in one phase and feeling guilty that we're not in the phase that we were in before or that we're not in the phase that we are going to be in in another couple of years and I think just giving ourselves a little credit you know I think moms are really great at beating ourselves up and i saying you know it's okay you know I'm just figuring this out I'm figuring this mom thing out or maybe I'm refiguring it out right my kids went from infants to now teenagers and I'm trying to sort that out Maybe sometimes we want to work. Sometimes we don't want to work. So how do we kind of get our heads on in a way that doesn't put too much pressure on us, but also allows us to achieve our goals? And I think that's sometimes like just giving mom that space to say, what are my goals? What do I want?
0: Right. Right
1: you know, and what do I want today, which might be different than what I want in 20 years. So we don't have to achieve everything all at once.
0: Right. Yes. And I think that for so long, you know, you dream of that career or you dream of that family, that house, that car, whatever, and you achieve all that. And you're like, okay, now what? <laughs> it's like you've forgotten how to dream, you know? <laughs> So I love that you're giving women space to do that.
1: Yeah. And I think it's like, you know, I think that we've learned from being coached, you know, by our amazing coaches that when we can give ourselves that space and we can just allow ourselves to just be without judgment we can do things that we never even imagined that we could do. And we can also let go of things that we don't want to do that. We feel obligated to do because of our degrees or because of, well, I've worked so hard to become a doctor or a lawyer or whatever. And I'm sitting in corporate America, or I, I have this very busy clinic and it's like, well, maybe I don't really want this right now. And I think kind of giving us that permission uh, is important. And in my own career, you know, i went from being a mom during residency, working crazy hours to cutting everything out and saying, I'm working two days a week. I don't care what anybody says. And then building back up. And now I'm chair, you know, I'm chair of my department at our medical group and working on wellness and physician wellness at work and launching Nestle. So I'm kind of back busy in my career again. So I feel like it's okay to have different stages.
0: Yes, I agree. I agree. It is. We don't need to get into this fixed mindset that this is the job I'm going to do for the next 20 years. Right. And I think giving yourself permission to have a work-life balance or work-life fit, whatever you want to call it, where it does kind of ebb and flow and you listen to what your needs and your family needs are and where you want to go. And it may look different today from five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now.
1: Like, I love that. 100%.
0: Well, this is really exciting. So you see patients clinically, you're coaching and you're building a product and you're raising three humans, like (laughs) super women. (laughs) This is awesome. So tell my listeners where they can find you and your Nestle product. Nestle is N-E-S-S-L. And nestle.com is going to be launched very soon. Probably by the time this podcast airs, they can go to nestle.com. Do you have a waiting list? Are you going to have a waiting list for people to pre order the product?
1: We are hoping to have a pre order page on our website. That's actually what we're building right now. Um, that's why our work, like our website's not live because our under construction version of the website, we want to be able to have a pre order page on it. Sure. Um, so that is, I have two pre-orders already and we will hopefully get that started, hopefully to launch in October. And I think the website will be live probably by early October, but so you're, you're, pre, pre-October in July, you'll have like a pre-launch website.
0: Okay. So you, but you're expecting the product to go out to the world. Your baby's going to be born in October. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes that's my due date i hope it comes on time <laughs> okay
0: this is exciting okay so tell everybody where they can find you
1: so i am i have a website i'm on lena and you can reach out to me there if you have any questions i'm also like open to talking you know i have introductory calls for coaching on that as well as if you just want to pick my brain about something i'm happy to get back in touch with you
0: okay fantastic Thank you so much for joining us today. This is exciting.
1: Thank you so much. It's been really fun.
0: All right, Sky community. Thank you for listening to another episode. This episode was sponsored by Sky Women's Health. As a reminder, we're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and we help relieve back pain and pelvic pain in pregnancy and beyond. If you are pregnant and having pain and you feel like you have no reliable way to relieve it, Look us up at skywomenshealth.com, request an appointment, and we'll call to get you scheduled. As a board-certified OB-GYN with a Neuromusculoskeletal Medicine Fellowship, I help you realign with hands-on drug-free treatment and relieve pain on the spot without medication. We'll help you maintain these results through your pregnancy and postpartum period. Every pregnant person deserves this, and we are so excited to serve you. You can find us on our website, as mentioned, or on social at Sky Women's Health, or you can call the office at 817-915-9803. That's it for today. Until next week, be well.